Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Okay, a ton to get to on this podcast episode per usual. I spent the entire Labor Day weekend basically binge-watching every documentary I could find. Okay, all that coming up. Plus, I had my first OBGYN appointment in months. Um, I will tell you um, all about it, including my... um, I guess non-existent pregnancy weight loss. It's uh, it's not happening. So um, 
I, I'm just, you know, I'm loving my body and uh, I probably will never return to my, my previous Sarah self. But you know what? I'm fine with that. Anyway, I'll get into all that. I want to thank a sponsor for the show, Miracle Cord. You guys have heard me talk about them. They're a great company. If you're thinking about cord blood banking, cord tissue banking for your baby, maybe your sister is having a baby, your sister-in-law, maybe you are. So many of us are having babies. Cord blood banking offers a comprehensive scope of future treatment options through stem cell therapy. God forbid if your baby or loved one ever needed it. It gives you the best chance your child for recovery and possibly even their sibling. MiracleCord.com is the website. You can actually follow the link in my in the description of this podcast episode. It is my direct link. Um, we'll probably be doing some incentives down the road. So I would love for you to use that specific link. If you have questions, Miracle Cord is so helpful. It's why we went with them. They're also very ethical and they're affordable, especially if you go with like their 20-year storage plan. The yearly annual rates are very, very low. We wanted to do it for peace of mind with KJ. And the best part is you can even do it if you're having a cesarean. So they send you the kit. It's really easy to follow. They do a comprehensive call with you um, and some genetic info before and then whether you're giving birth vaginally, C-section, they can they can get a blood um, and cord blood tissue retrieval from both. Find out more. Go to the link in the description of this podcast or miraclecord.com. All right. Um, so, you know, a couple of things. Obviously, long weekend. Shout out to everybody who was on my Instagram stories about miracle. Uh, miracle. I guess it is a miracle. Anyway, micro penis gym. And it's a miracle one-inch penis. You want to see it? It's up on my Patreon for $5. Why would you not pay $5 to see a one-inch penis? I was enthralled. I mean, I looked at it and I showed Schman, who didn't want to see it. But you know what? Whatever, Schman. Patreon.com slash The Sarah Fraser Show. He needs to manscape, though. I'll be really honest. And I told him that on Monday's episode. I said, Jim, I I adore you. And I think it's so brave of you to come on this show. But if you manscaped, you'd probably get at least half an inch to another inch. Like, it'd be a two-inch penis. And then I went on my Instagram and I asked you guys if size matters and it was an overwhelming yes. <laughs> I was thinking that people might be a little more sympathetic, but y'all were like, mm-mm, was it in? I'm like, damn, haven't you all been with a penis that's too big? Am I the only one that likes an average size to like small penis? I'm sorry, I don't need, like I had a former NFL player from the Washington football team when it was named the Redskins, and this is all I will disclose who basically told me he had a one pound, pe- one pound penis and he thought that that was going to entice me. I'm like, I don't even, that sounds awful to me. Like, I'm sorry, this drink day is over. You know, like, I mean, I, don't, I have zero interest in looking at or, ty- or or anywhere in my body trying to ingest your one inch penis, your one pound penis, let alone, okay? No, but you guys were like not having it. So I'm going to read some of the responses. Um, anyway, I, I went to the doctor. I wanted to give you a couple of updates, tell you about television. You guys know I am obsessed with documentaries and TV. I watched a lot of them over the weekend. Um, but I also went to the doctor on Friday for the first time, the OBGYN in months, stepped on the scale, um, had only lost, I I think I've, I think I, I gained 40 pounds for sure when with my baby, with KJ. And I, I guess I lost like instantly. I mean, he weighed like 10 pounds, right? So I lost like 10 pounds pretty quick. (laughs) And then after that, it's been a very slow decline. Like very, like I, again, I don't compare myself anymore. I do this because I think it's funny. I do think women need to continue and men to talk about their body image and how your body shifts and changes. And especially after something as significant as having a baby. But I just found it funny because for me, it's interesting. I haven't had any, I haven't 
really like once I got body confidence and and sort of lost some weight naturally through mindful eating, I haven't had any doubts or, you know, even second guessing my body. And then I have a baby. I, it, it didn't mess with me at all. Like when I was carrying a cage, I was like, I'm nourishing my child, like whatever I need to eat, I need to eat. Then the interesting part is having my baby now five months later, I think I've only lost like 15 pounds. Like I, <laughs> like I stepped on the scale. I lost two pounds from like when I was there like three months ago. So (laughs) I said, okay, well, it is what it is. They're not worried. They're like, again, you always have to remind yourself. And this is a good reminder for me because sometimes I get caught up in it. It's a good reminder for anyone out there. If you're going through a stressful life event or you've had a baby, you know, it takes time. It took you nine months to gain 40 pounds. It's going to take you nine months or so to get 40 pounds off. And that's just my body. My body is not, I am not a skinny model and I don't want to shame them either because some women truly give birth and then three weeks later their body resumes, which is, God, you're amazing to me. (laughs) Mine likes to hold on to every pound, you know, every pound, every pound. It's like, oh, I remember when we were like like 200 pounds. Okay, I'm, I'm back. No problem. But the other news I had is, so you know, Schman and I want to have another baby. And my OB, who I love, shout out to Dr. Winterling. She's in Reston, Virginia. I highly recommend her. And this is not endorsed. She's unbelievable. She's been my OB for like 10 plus years at Healthcare for Women. So after the six month mark, I could technically get pregnant again. And I want to have another baby like within, I want to get pregnant again, like in a year or within a year of having KJ and KJ was born April 8th. So I'm curious, when did you guys all get pregnant with your second kid? Like, did you want a baby right after? And and I'm also, you know, they said basically your uterus is healed. Now is your, my body is not fully back. Like I still feel my cesarean scar. Like I've had lower back pain. So I'm going to go to physical therapy, which I never, I never had lower back pain before. I never had that issue. Now I do. So I, you know, I'm just curious because I'm really thinking about my my OB was like, yeah, you wait six to nine months. Like if you waited nine months, it's good because your C-section scar is really healed. I obviously can't have a, a vaginal birth if I get pregnant within a year. I'd have to wait like 18 months or more to have a V-back. So how soon did you do it? Because now I'm thinking, well, maybe like in March of 2022, we should just start again. And And do you think it's wise to have two kids under two or is that insane? Because see, I I am spoiled. Like KJ sleeps, uh, knock on wood, like he sleeps like nine hours, 10 hours a night already at five months. He's teething now. So that poor thing, like during the day, he's unhappy. But uh, am I crazy? (laughs) How soon did you have your second one? I kind of, I want them to be close. I'm thinking of year. I'm thinking a year though. I'm thinking I really don't, I should not start until April of 2022. But you know, I'm a geriatric mama. I got to strike while that vaginal mucus is hot. You know what I'm saying? While I'm ovulating. Mm. Speaking of ovulation, so I- I'm always curious. You guys can follow me, you know, on my Instagram, The Sarah Fraser Show, basically across all platforms there. Also, I was so disturbed, I think, like many of you, about the Texas abortion law. I think this is such a scary thing. I think we all need to speak up, get involved, not just women, men. There's so many good men out there that are that think this is crazy and scary and atrocious and is is one potential step closer to overturning Roe versus Wade. And I want to say, I know some people listening to this are probably pro-life. There are some that are um, pro-choice. But, you know, and, and I'm a person... Thankfully, in my life, I never had to face the decision of, you know, 
I don't know what I would have done if I had been 22 and gotten pregnant. You know, I never had, I was never put in that position, but I did almost have an abortion with my first baby. You, a lot of you guys know the story with having a molar pregnancy. And this fucking Texas law is so batshit crazy. There is no room for rape, incest, or if you have a genetic abnormality like Schman and I did. So Schman and I had a triploidy pregnancy. It's when two sperm fertilize one egg. So the baby gets a double set of chromosomes. Ultimately, they can't survive. And they, some, I have seen where molar babies, and I think this was probably much earlier when they didn't have genetic testing, went to term like 30 weeks, severely deformed if they are born, can't live outside the womb like more than, or once they are born, they don't live maybe more than a day or two because they have, you know, huge abnormalities, right? Like our baby, when we went in, you know, our baby had a heartbeat. We saw the baby on the screen. He had like 10 fingers and 10 toes. And to us who didn't know, we thought everything looked fine, you know, until they started pointing out, well, you know, there shouldn't be these sort of like mole, molar cyst things growing in your ovaries. There shouldn't, you know, there shouldn't be this fluid here. But under Texas law, we would not have been able to have the choice because three experts were looking at this and saying, this baby is, we don't know when, but this baby is not going to make it. You guys really need to think about terminating this pregnancy. And, you know, you're going you're gonna to have to be monitored to make sure this mole doesn't grow back, which, of course, you guys know mine did. It hemorrhaged. I had to have, you know, four rounds of methotrexate shots, which is 12 shots total. Under fucking Texas law, we never, we wouldn't have had the option to, to terminate that pregnancy. That's insane. I was almost that person. I, I just, it blows my mind. You know, people should have the right. Women should have the right. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's a woman's right to choose. Absolutely. But it also is a family's right to choose. Like my husband went through every emotional thing with me and that decision. So I just think, too, if people are like on the fence, you know, thinking, well, abortion doesn't affect me. And I'm not sure who who thinks that, but I know there are people out there or they have this idea where it's like abortion is this easy, breezy um you know, birth control method. That's not true. You have no idea if that could be your daughter, your your daughter-in-law, your sister who could be in that position. And that was us. That was me. I was so close. We, we had made the heartbreaking decision that we were going to terminate the child because we knew what it would be like to continue on. That's crazy. Oh, I'm so fired up about it. I'm so distraught about it. And also, one more thing while I'm on my rant, and I know so many of you listening to this know this because many of you listening have had that difficult choice of having an abortion. Any woman in my life that has had one, that has talked about it, at some point, most, not all, because hello, you know, this is what kills me about fucking society and the internet. You know, everybody thinks everything's black and white when we all live in the gray, but, you know, and there's exceptions to every rule. So any woman that I know that has had an abortion, it's so emotional for her later on. Like later on, if she has trouble getting pregnant, she blames herself and always thinks about, you know, is it because I had an abortion? Or like she has guilt or sadness. Or, like it's such a difficult decision for people to sort of look at it as like, oh, well, you know, we're protecting the unborn and this is... <sighs> You know, yeah, of course. I mean, I think we all, who who says like, you should have the right to abort like a child at 32 weeks? Nobody, that's bananas. And I know that there's also some debate about, well, when is a baby viable? And as science gets better and better, is, is a child viable to live at 20 weeks? Probably not, you know, even with advances in science. And again, what would their life be like? 
But I, but I think we're all like, you know, does anyone think at 35 weeks you should be able to abort like a full breathing? No, I, I'm not for that. I don't know many people that would be. I'm sure there are some that think, you know, don't even get me started. Then, of course, you know, if you bring a child into the world, it's like, and you're not prepared because it's hard enough, as you guys know, and as I've found out, being even with Schman, who's this amazing father, it's so difficult. I mean, my, I have such a respect for single women, for moms who choose to do it on their own. It's so, unless you have a lot of money, it is so fucking hard. And even then, emotionally, your, your um, postpartum stuff, your weight, everything. It's crazy. The guilt, like, I mean, you know, is Texas going to offer just a plethora of programs for these women that have to have these children? It's insane. And, and you know, I, I was telling you guys this. I do a, I still work for Channel 5, Fox 5 in D.C. And my boss, um, we do a podcast called The Polini Perspective. And it's it's a lot like his his political feelings and views. And we talk about more politics and, um, you know, wokeism and all this stuff. Like, do we agree? Do we not agree? So it's called the Polini perspective. But, you know, we were discussing it on his show and essentially talking about how this $10,000 fine is going to, you know, because now, of course, anybody, anyone that helps you, Schman Schman took me to get our baby, you know, terminated, right? Um, The doctors that did it, the nurses, everybody can be fined $10,000, right? And then it's, it's across all counties. So if somebody knows about it in one county over and then two counties, like people can continue to sue you to the point that, you know, legitimate people and doctors are probably, a lot of them are not going to do it because they're not going to be able to incur the cost, right? Although, of course, my theory is you're going to have organizations that are going to go, you know what, continue. We'll pay all your fees, you know, we'll... you. No problem. 10,000. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. We'll, we'll pay it all. You know, it's so fucking infuriating. You know, anyway, I, you know, it's, it just, it, it's scary because I think these things sneak up on us, right? We, we take a lot of this stuff for granted. A lot of us live in states that, that, you know, um, we have a woman's right to choose. We have these abilities to have abortion safely. We have access to good doctors that aren't, you know, under pressure. So we, we think, yeah, well, you know, but slowly it's chipping away. Anyway, there's my rant. All right, so look, I watched a lot of television over the weekend. I am obsessed with TV. I I love it. Um, I love documentaries. The Val Kilmer documentary is a must-watch. If you haven't watched, Val Kilmer, of course, you guys know, Top Gun, um, Batman, like back in the day. So he's been very secretive in the past couple of years because he had throat cancer, but nobody really knew. They'd see him out with a tracheotomy, but no one knew like exactly why. He was an Iceman. Um, or, or, you know, Val Kilmer's Iceman uh, was the character in Top Gun. And so the documentary is so amazing, by the way. It's a must watch. And it it just like goes through his life of being this actor and even how Val Kilmer had a really hard time in Hollywood. Like, and he was always kind of like a bit actor. He was never, not a bit actor, but like a second leading man. He was never like the leading man. (sighs) And, you know, I I will say this about the documentary. He puts it out with his son. And I'm never wild about people that do their own documentaries, except for Joan Rivers. I thought hers was a piece of work. One of my favorite docs. I thought hers was pretty honest. I mean, Val's is is clearly a little biased. He he had a reputation as being very, very difficult. This man made like $80 million, lost it all through divorce. Um, The housing crisis of 2007 had to sell like a 6,000-acre ranch in New Mexico unbelievable so anyway I, I highly recommend it it's called Val it's on Amazon if you haven't seen it great watch and it's it's 
somewhat sad too. Like he has to go to Comic Cons for money at this point because so much of his money was wasted. You know, as an artist, I think he didn't know how to manage his money. So I'm sure he he's still very well off. But you see him kind of, I don't know, despite health issues, going to these Comic Cons, trying to kind of keep a positive despite having throat cancer and losing his voice crazy one. So de- I highly recommend watching that. Um, everyone's been asking me if I've been watching Welcome to Plathville season three. I have. I'm going to do like kind of a recap about the, the Welcome to Plathville because I'm an uber fan. But I do have to say this season has sort of, I don't know, hit a, hit a low point for me in the sense that they need to like, I don't know, maybe TLC's just just doesn't have the budget or they, they refuse to put the budget in. But at this point, okay, we need to get out of Cairo, you know, Cairo, Georgia like they need to go on trips they need to do things it's sort of the same stuff you know we know Kim and Barry are nuts all right but and they're not speaking to Olivia and Ethan but I'm just like we need something new here you know it was season two ended great it was when Ethan almost beat up his dad but I need more of that I'm just I'm not really into you know I'm not really into it. The other show that's out is uh, Charlie D'Amelio and Dixie D'Amelio. If you're on TikTok, and I know what you're thinking, Sarah, why the fuck are you watching a reality show about these two 20-year-olds? Again, fascinating. Going to have to do a deep dive into this. It's not particularly good. I, I think that the the days of like, I'm trying to think of a reality show that has l- the the start or the bones of like the Kardashians, right? And I always think Kris Jenner was brilliant because Chris and Kim had said, we're going to put it all out here. All our fights, our sister fights, our fights with each other are like, you know, I mean, remember when Kim, this was not that long ago, 10 years ago, was going to like cupcake shops in LA and making an appearance. She was doing lame deal list boxing matches but they they made it so entertaining the D'Amelio's show is on Hulu and it's supposed to follow the the family of like their rise to fame and if you want to see people who had no clue that they were going to be famous (laughs) watch this reality show and I say that like I say that with love because I actually watched this show and felt terrible for them they seem like a deer in headlights. They came from this little Connecticut podunk town where they too were on like, you know, they were in like a one horse town where they were doing a 4th of July parade with a few Ford trucks. And now they're living in Los Angeles, hanging out with Justin Bieber, trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing, all from a few dance TikTok videos. And these Addison, right, all these people, I don't think they were even, you know, yes, they went to like dance school or whatever. I don't think they were even particularly great dancers. They just sort of popped off at TikTok in the right time. And now they're trying to make the most of it while battling the insane hate that people have because people can't figure out how these people became famous. I too can't. But I, you know, the D'Amelio show is what it's called. Now, I'll tell you what, the most interesting part of the parents are hot. The mom is super hot. She looks all of like 35 years old, which maybe she is. Um, I want to know more about the mom. They, they don't even really get real anymore. They just show these girls like going to singing lessons and trying to make it. No, I want to know like behind the scenes. Like it has to be so fucking hard. And they, they do show one instance where Dixie D'Amelio is kind of breaking down because of all the, the backlash. And I don't blame her. People hate her so much, but I want to see the parents like making out. Do they fight? What do they do? They fight over finance. How much money did they have in their bank account before these kids hit it big? Are they taking 10% like Chris does? What do they love about California? What do they hate about California? You know? I mean, we need, like, it's just, I, I'm so, I would be invested in these kids' lives if they got real. 
But I think I think sadly they don't even know. I think they probably were approached by Hulu and they're like, sure, I guess we'll do this. All right, like follow us. And I think like most people, they're probably fairly boring, right? They go home, they eat like some sort of stovetop supper that they microwave and nothing's exciting. So they're trying to make like, all right, a singing career, like something happen. I'm fascinated because I think you've never seen a group, like a family of four so fucking shocked as well that they even got any amount of fame than these guys. That's all I'm saying. Okay, let me thank two sponsors and then AJ's on the show. I can't wait. Andrea Lopez Comedy is back. Oh my God, and she's brought some of her friends. Okay, um, uh, let's thank actonaddictionnow.org. You guys, I, it's been so tragic to see three comedians died in Los Angeles over the Labor Day weekend from overdoses. Michael K. Williams, the very famous actor from The Wire, found with drug paraphernalia. I, I'm, I'm so depressed about it. ActonAddictionNow.org. If you are in the D.C. area, they have a ton of free resources. Nearly 20 million Americans suffer from a substance use disorder. You need to get help. So do your family members. So whether you are personally facing addiction, whether it's alcohol, drugs, anything, prescription pills, maybe you have a sister, a family member, you need help with substance use disorder. SUD. It's a growing crisis and it's growing in our area. 18 to 25 year olds are the most vulnerable. And there's been a big increase with COVID, as you can imagine. Two-thirds of adults know someone, as I do, as I'm sure you do, in our community who suffers from addiction, including more than 70% of millennials. That's crazy, guys. That's our age group. You can go there right now, actonaddictionnow.org. They have a lot of resources and they have several courses coming up. Their Act on Addiction Summit is kicking off this month, September 27th through October 1st. Don't miss it. Join us um, for this year's Act on Addiction Summit. I'm very honored to be partnered with them for the third year in a row. So that's actonaddictionnow.org. Also, our guy from State Farm, Jacob from State Farm wants to give you free cookies. Thank you from Crumble Cookie. He's delivering six enormous, delicious, freshly baked Crumble Cookies to your door when you close an insurance policy with him. He's known for his pet insurance. Guys, if you've had a pet that's been sick or needed the surgery, it can cost you thousands. But not if you've got insurance because it's full coverage with State Farm. Go to jacobsf.com. He also does auto, home, life, and more. That's jacobsf.com. Okay, oh my God, she's back for a quick update and she's brought all her friends. I mean, Jennifer Coolidge is here, Teresa is here. I mean, Teresa, you must feel great that you're out of jail and Erica Jane from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is going to jail probably. I love being free. Everything is so nice. I'm chilling with my daughters. I'm in a good relationship with Louie. <laughs> Everything's really nice. And what's the other one? Jennifer Aiden, not Jennifer Aiden, somebody else who's going Jen, to jail too. Jen Shaw. What do you think about She's Jen? Done. She's done. Um, she probably didn't go to a good plastic surgeon because that that face, like, it's not real. I got like say- my face is fake, but it's it looks better than that. I gotta say, she actually looks like she had more work done since being arrested in that federal like fraud Ponzi scheme. Because now she's almost unrecognizable, which I wonder if that's like the strategy for going into court. It's like, is this really Jen Shaw in here? Like, who's this bitch? She actually just got a full-on body double. And I believe you because her face is totally different. I'm like, who? What happened? Andrea Lopez comedy. You guys know her. Oh, my God. Girl, I fucking, I cannot. First of all, this is like our one-year anniversary. This is an anniversary, two anniversaries. One-year anniversary since we said, okay, we're going to focus on our, like, big career goals. We're going to part ways for the podcast, right? It's been one year since then. And two years ago, do you know, we were getting ready to head out to Area 51, (laughs) Alien Stock, which will live in infamy. And where the fuck's our documentary? Where the fuck I keep on asking you You know Get an update from him Because I feel like That should have been 
the next Tiger King, like I, the aliens doc doc. Thank you. I have to email Richard when we get done. Like, what is the deal? If you guys don't remember, AJ and I went out to Area 51, thanks to you. You guys just gave us like $1,600 to basically drive out the fucking desert and walk around with these weirdos. One guy who thought he was like an alien lawyer. Like, I mean, it was like AJ was like, why the fuck are we here? I'm like, I don't know, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> It was crazy. I, I just got my my time hops on my phone um a year like two years ago yeah 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 and um the pictures are just absolutely insane the characters we saw unforgettable unforgettable and but anyway this guy had reached out to AJ and he's like I know you guys are going I'd like to shoot you both for my documentary and they came to like our hotel room in LA followed us on a road trip out there the whole th- like shot this whole thing and they were like don't worry it'll be out in 2021 we're really looking for- you guys are going to be amazing in this and we were like okay and they had like a random camper we got in they were like do you guys need to do any interviews or anything I was <laughs> So crazy. And I guess that documentary never sees the lights of day because no one bought it. No one picked it up. Apparently. You know, it sounds like an HBO Max or like a Hulu. Thank you. And it could not have taken two years at this point to come out. Like, I mean, it wasn't that riveting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't. So I look, really, yeah, I don't know what's taking so long. Girl, I wanted to have you on for those two reasons. Two years, two year anniversary, one year anniversary. Shit is popping yes. off for you. I'm so excited. So can you reveal, you've moved to Los Angeles, right? Are you, are you telling people publicly or just on this podcast? Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) 
Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until 6. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. I can announce it here. I have not made the, the final like Instagram big post because I don't really know how to go about doing it. Maybe you guys can help me. Should it just be a picture? I don't know. Me just in LA. But yes, officially yeah. I moved to LA. I, uh, I'm in an apartment. Um, I have friends out there and my car isn't there yet, but it will be there. But Long- it, it's, been, it's been really great. I mean, the Black Stallion will get there. Or what did you call it? I don't even know. <laughs> what was the Jeep? I don't even know what it was called. I always called her Luna, but it is a Jeep compass. We're not sure if she'll make it across across the nation, but I might have to ship her. I'm worried. I feel like you shouldn't drive it alone unless you and Benito are going. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. No, I'm right there with you. So you've moved to LA for your career. You've only been there though a really short period of time. So I was going to say, do you love it? But it's too early to tell, right? It's kind of... I think it's too early to tell. I will say that it's not my favorite city. Just the layout. It's super spread out. It's way different than DC, way different than New York, just different than what I'm used to. And it feels almost lonely. You know, some people say that about New York City. Like, it's just so big that it's lonely. I I kind of feel that way. Um, Maybe it's just because I'm not near my family anymore. So that could be a huge factor. But the palm trees are beautiful. The weather, amazing. You know, a drive to the beach 30 minutes away. You and Dan and KJ will love it. I mean, we're okay. coming. We're coming. Like, I can't wait. I, I'm like, you cannot leave for two years. Like, I need you to be no. there because I'll be best friends with you and I'll make the drive with KJ because what else are we doing? I have no other friends and I don't really want any. So, like, I'm, lonely sounds good to me. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah, you're like, that's great. That's our normal life. So... But also you're popping off because you're on Comedy Central. Every time I click on you, people need to follow Comedy Central Instagram every time I pop off. And by the way, your recent video of um, Courtney did really well, I think. Don't you think? I thought you had like almost 300,000 views. I thought that was good. Yeah. If you compare it to the rest of the reels. I did. Uh, it, it did well. It did well. <laughs> I did. I looked into it. <laughs> funny thing is, so I'm working for Comedy Central Digital. It's a program for three months and then they can extend it. But um, we pitch for their sketch series all across the digital platforms. And one of the jobs is to make 
uh, Instagram reels. And, you know, I told him, look, this idea, I did like Courtney giving baby names to Kylie's baby. And like the idea for them was kind of a little bit out there because that's not their wheelhouse, the Kardashians, you know. But I said, look, this is going to get the big numbers because people just eat it up for some reason. They love it. And they did. Did and people ate it up. But uh, yeah, compared to their other sketches, it's a little different. But I, I told them they, they, they gave me a freebie with this video. OK, but did they email you and go, nice work that really have you heard from them? Not a peep. I have, I have not heard about like the views or anything. They haven't given me any. I'm like, guys, that was pretty good views. Now, I haven't checked it since like three days ago. So hopefully it's gone up. I feel like I checked it yesterday and it was really close to 300,000 because I was like, I, I, I right. put it on my story. I said, y'all need to like and fucking comment because <laughs> like, I, I, I want you to follow. Up there. <laughs> because I know, I know. I got a million, you know, show ideas that I need on Comedy Central with you and me. So I need you to get know, right? hired. <laughs> anyway. That's um, right. Yeah, everybody go out and support. So, you know, Sarah can, and I can make a show together. I want to, you know, I'm trying to give her some time to, to acclimate to married life, but I want to have Taylor Strucker back on the show. She's actually been one of our most downloaded podcast episodes. She People love really? Taylor. Yeah, that was a really high rate. I think like after 30 or 40 days, I had 10,000 downloads. It was incredible. She's fantastic. She's her fan base is incredible, all from Sirius XM. And then they've, they've gone over to her because, you know, now she's on her own platform, but... And she you're still fans. on the paid Taylor Strucker show every single Friday, yes? Yes. Okay. Taylor Strucker show every single Friday, and she has 10 co-hosts, two a day. And she actually grew in the quarantine. So she only had five co-hosts, but now she's grown to 10. And it's super fun because we all get our own little hour with her and talk about whatever we want, you know. But she did just get married, which is an incredible. She had a whole article written about her. I think it was like brides.com or something. Oh, my God. But she looks Incredible. stunning. She, she looks stunning. Looks the Taylors look oh, so good. She looks stunning. I was going to give her another month to kind of get settled. And then I want to have her back on. I love her. She's she's just great. She's very genuine, I feel like. And I just love, I love the whole thing. I like her love story. And it looked exhausting, her wedding, because they did it in a backyard at her parents' house. And I was like, girl, yeah. that seemed like so much work. <laughs> did Sarah's it? like, I am so happy we did it the way we did it. Okay. I was yeah, tell I know. Taylor that no. when she's on. I'm like, we thought about doing that in Maine, and I'm so fucking happy we didn't because <laughs> it it's so much work to get married at your back. You think it's gonna like save you money and be yeah. it doesn't because you're not equipped to host 200 people. So true. I think they were like posting stories. She was putting up the tent the day of the wedding. I was like, Jesus. I was getting nervous for her. I was like, she that and the is poor points guy. I mean, you know, he was like the poor points guy. Flew up there in private, and then he was like hoisting up the things. I was like, dear God, you know, what I mean? you know, you know, it gets crazy when you're asking the guests to put the stuff together. But yeah, she said it was a lot of work, but it went off without a hitch and they loved it and they had so much fun. So I am so, you know, look, I love following your career. Your impressions are amazing. By the way, do you feel like you're going to, what's your next one? Do you think you're going to do a Kathy Hilton one? I really need to. But you know, I always say if some other impersonator like does an amazing job, then I will step away because I want them to have the shine. And for this one, Amy Phillips, I think is her name. She's another impressionist. And she did the Kathy, I think I told you. And I was like, oh, she already did such a good job. But I think I have to because Kathy is such a character. Uh, you know what it's made? Kathy, my love for Kathy Hilton has now made me. See, I do this all the time. I like I shit all over people. And then five years later, I'm like, why did I do that? Now I like them. Paris Hilton. I mean, honest God, I like I've never had one nice thing to say. And now that I see Kathy, I'm like, how could you not love everything about Kathy and her kids? Like Kathy is timeless. She's like Joan Rivers classic. Timeless. And I don't know why we're just now discovering her. I mean, she should have had a show a long time ago, right after 
uh, the show, The Simple Life. She should have had her own. I mean, she is so made for TV. She's, and I love that she's so rich. She wear, she looks like she's dressed in Talbots. Like she could care less while these other people are like, everyone else is trying to get as much Gucci as they can. And she literally rolls out Talbot sale rack. And then did you see the last episode when she had the caviar pie? I'm like, what the fuck? Oh I'm like, God. we're meant to be in Hollywood. I can't wait. <laughs> She is hilarious. I think she makes that show, to be honest. No, I know. She does. Absurd. And now, yeah, Paris is like with the resurgence of her cooking show. Who knew Paris would ever do a cooking show? It's not me. uh, Now I'm a huge Paris fan. I take it all back. Like that story of my life. I mean, that story of my life. Did I tell you, by the way, I was on Michael Che from SNL's live the other day, like completely. And he was answering so many of my questions, but then he thought I was trolling him. It was so fucking awful. So I thought, well, I'll never host SNL, I guess. End of that. (laughs) I said to him, are you going to, I said, is um, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Joe's baby ugly? It was like a joke. And he goes, enough (laughs) with talking about their baby. I will not. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, didn't I? It's, it's I thought you were a comedian. Sorry. Well, the last time we saw Michael Che was at uh, when we did the red carpet, and you gave him shit about his Instagram. You're like, "Hey, your Instagram's shit," and he's like, "But you got him to talk." That was so good. I am so in love with him. I like, I, like that is like my other third husband. You know, I want to be with John Hamm. I want to be with Michael. Like, I actually was on that live thinking that he was speaking to me, and I know this seems stalkerish, but I, I felt like if I only wasn't married to Schman, we would be together. We would be together. I could see you dating him. Definitely. Is he single right now? Yes. Yes. And I said, I want to see what's on your bookshelf. So then he gave us a tour of the bookshelves. You know, I did that. And uh, (laughs) and I said, what are you drinking for wine? Are you hammered? And he goes, I'm not drunk. I don't know why you guys are asking. I'm not drunk. I mean, Sorry, are you the only person on this live? I mean, you're <laughs> only asking your questions. <laughs> I was the only person verified with a blue check. That's why. Oh. He started out with 2,000 people, but he was showing the Rick James documentary and no one cared. So he kept going, everyone's leaving in droves. Everyone's leaving in droves. And then someone in the background was like, put it on you, put it on you. So he turns the camera around, like he flips it around and then he starts doing him, but it was down to like 600 people. And I was the only person verified. So he answered my questions and then I... You know, said, well, will we cancel Joe's, you know, Colin Joe's baby too? And then he was like, I'm getting off. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, sorry. Lord, I thought this was a comedy show. I know. You're just trying to lighten up the mood a little bit. I guess. You people, and your questions. Do you think maybe, uh, do you think uh, people, do I have a sarcastic delivery? I feel like people don't get my delivery or is it just over the internet? I don't know what it is. If they could hear your voice, it would totally change it. Yeah. The tone is, a little, yeah, it would totally change. People but really read your questions. Oh, Okay. People really read me wrong. I hate it. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, maybe I need to think about my delivery anyway. All right, Jennifer Coolidge. Did you watch White Lotus? Tell me what you thought. Okay, I thought it started out super slow. I got annoyed by a lot of the characters, but I did start finish all of it. I did love Jennifer Coolidge, but I have to say the family, like the white privilege, that family annoyed the shit out of me. I just was like, okay, I, I never wanted to watch them. It was like almost painful to watch which I think is exactly what they wanted to portray. But um, I love Jennifer Coolidge. She played exactly herself. Uh, it was just a little, it was a very weird, weird series. But that is Mike White <laughs> who directed it. So wasn't it weird? It, it was, was weird. So bizarre. Well, you know what's weird? I, and I'm always sort of slow anyhow. But I didn't realize it was about basically awful rich white people until like the last <laughs> episode. And then I was like, wait a minute. I think this is about awful rich white people. Like the yeah. guy, the guy that was married to the very famous actress, you know, 
I have, yes. oh my God, I have dated him or known him so many times, like multiple times, multiple, that rich entitled country club guy, right? White guy. Oh yeah. Connie Britton in that, but I honestly didn't put it together until the end. You know what I couldn't make though? Okay. The mixed race girl that was friends with the white, but why did she leave? I kept thinking she would confess. Why did she leave the um, Hawaiian, the native Hawaiian guy hanging like with guilt? Like the, was that supposed oh. to be about color privilege? I didn't get that. That was super weird. Uh, yeah, they never really finished that. Like whatever happened to them, but you see her like throw the necklace away. And but look, if he if someone had, the whole native Hawaiian had asked me to stay on the island, I would have stayed on the island. I was like, why is this? But she's like, I have so much to get back to. I'm like, what? No, he's right here, babe. He's right here. He is so sexy. He made the whole series. He did. He really did. And the whole like I, I, that whole series was so great and so bizarre. And then did you think that the one um, young guy that worked at the resort that was eating out the um, you know manager's <laughs> ass was gay? I didn't. I mean, that was like a I shocking think- scene to me. That was super shocking. I didn't expect it at all. It came out of nowhere. I think Mike White just wanted it to watch an ass scene. I think. I was like, that was a tournament. Like, what happened to the woman that gave birth or, or her water broke at the first scene? Did she ever have the kid? We never found out. So many, so many questions. Thank you. So there were so many like uh, corners left. Like we didn't figure out like the puzzle pieces never fit. That, that's so true. What happened to the pregnant lady? Okay. Jennifer Coolidge, give us your review. What was it like being in White Lotus? And what do you think? Uh, it helped me center myself and, um, a lot of it was improv. So I I just moaned a lot and crying was hard because I just was like, ah, um, but you know, I love throwing the ashes and I got to make out with uncle Rico. God. Did you, could you believe, guys, side note, could you believe that's Napoleon Dynamite's Uncle freaking Rico in the movie, and that was her love interest? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just, your impressions are so good. Oh, my God, girl, you're just getting better and better. All right, last question, because honestly, I, my cleaning people are here. I have to, like, leave you, which is terrible. Oh, Jesus. I know. Oh, I hate it. I'm glad you still have the cleaning people in the budget. That's great. Well, you know, I'm White Lotus in a one-bedroom apartment. You know what I mean? That's like the thing with me. You know what? I'm like White, oh, yeah. White Lotus on a real budget. Courtney, it appears that Scott and Amelia um, are done. Amelia Hamlin and Scott and the Lord look like they've split. How are you feeling after he, you know, kind of trolled you and Travis? What are you thinking? Yeah, I just think it's so embarrassing that his message to Eunice got leaked. And yeah, Amelia's just finally realizing he's a piece of shite and she's done. And I mean, I knew they were not going to last. It's just common knowledge, but whatever. Happy for them. What about or not? You know, have you been listening to Donda while you've been in Italy? I mean, and you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm trying to listen to Donda, but I, I, I just don't want to pay for Spotify. So I'm, I'm gonna give, do a review like in four or five months when I finally pay for music streaming. But how is it? Um, I mean, truly, I've been listening to it on silent for the past like three weeks. Um. Kim just told me that it was great. So I just posted it on my story and made it look like I was listening, but not interested. <laughs> Have you heard what what is the first chant? It's just it's the weirdest Maybe first of all, it took forever to come out. Um 
I'll, I'll have to show you some, but it, uh, yeah, really, can you sort of illegally, can you like hold up your phone to my phone and then play it? <laughs> oh, yeah, we could call each other on the phone. Or you want to hear it right now? I have to pay for music streaming. I just refuse, you know? So then it's like you when you go, go to Spotify, you type in Kanye Donda and then it plays 18 of his songs that you don't want to hear until you get to one Donda <laughs> fucking one. I'm like, I hate this. Same with I know. Certified Lover Boy. I, I, I want to hear cert- Drake's Certified Lover Boy. Have you listened to that? I have not listened to that. I'm just getting through the Kanye Donda album. But um, what do you think of the cover art for for Drake? It's just a bunch of pregnant baby emojis, pregnant mamas. I think it's funny. People are I, saying it's a shitty cover. You think it's funny? Okay, good. I like it. I kind of thought it was cool. I thought, like sometimes I think things like stupid like that are the best thing versus trying to like do a whole set. Like how cheap was that? He's like, you know what? Hmm, how can I save some money on this cover art? Okay, <laughs> this emoji. Do some pregnant emojis. I mean, I guess. And then I guess Kanye is just um, it's it's a black a black box. That's his cover art too. Well, so. apparently it's like huge downloads. I think he was like streaming. He's been streaming like number one on so many outlets for like a week. So I've got to listen. Do you like uh, Do you like any of it, or you just find it kind of too bizarre, Kanye? Um, the first the first it's called the Donda chant. That one's just a little strange, but um, no, it, it is good. It is good. It's his typical. I mean, it's a little bit different. It's different than the than the um, choir that he did. Remember he was doing church oh, yeah. for a while. See, that was actually good though. I yeah. went to his Sunday service at Howard. That was like actually good. But yeah. see, he doesn't really say like it's this beautiful gospel choir. They do all the singing. Then right. he comes out, out at the end and talks about how he's bipolar and he loves his family and then he exits. So it's like, what? Exactly. No, wait a minute. And his performances have been very weird. Like the Kim and yeah, when they like got remarried. Did you see that? Yes. And That's do you think he really weird. cheated on Kim or do you think that was all for just like attention? I'm gonna have to say, yeah. I mean, in in that type of fame, I mean, who knows? Was it Jeffrey Star? Probably. <laughs> Maybe the Jeffrey Star know. thing was true. Oh my god! Can you? Oh my god! I I just I feel like if I had sex with Jeffrey Star, I would break him, like literally. You know, with all my pregnancy weight and everything, like I'd get on top of it. It would just be like he, I could feel the bones cracking. I'd be like, I don't know. Immediately, he's no, so I know. thin. I I know I don't understand. He, it's just a skeleton. It's the cheeks, very scary appearance. The whole I don't thing. even know. Anyway, all right. Well, on that body shaming note, it is so wonderful <laughs> to see you. I adore you so much. I love you. I can't wait to join you in LA. So much success to come. People can continue to follow you, Andre Lopez Comedy, on Instagram, TikTok, but also you're going to continue to put out content right for the next couple of months for Comedy Central at least. Yes, I'll be in a couple more of the sketches. They come out once a week. We already like pre-filmed them. And then um, Comedy Central Instagram I'll be on and the YouTube channel. So I'll be posting it when I'm on and a little swipe up. So you guys will always know. Love you, mama. Yes. Bye. Bye.